This is Tiny Themes Podcast with your host, Amanda Batts. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Themes Podcast. It is so nice to be back with you today. I hope everyone had a really nice President's Day weekend. I know it was so refreshing just having that extra day. I took um, yesterday off on Monday because I'm recording this on Tuesday. I took off yesterday and just got to have some time with my sister and with Vivian, my youngest, because my oldest, Tallulah and Michael, my husband, were at the Daytona 500 this weekend. They go every year with Michael's family. They get RVs and park in the infield and stay there for a few days and enjoy the race. So they were living it up, having a great time. And I just really enjoyed some special time with Vivi the past few days, which you know me, I love the parks. So she and I literally went to Disney every single day of the weekend, which was awesome. So we started out at Epcot on Saturday and then on Sunday we went to Magic Kingdom and then we went back to Magic Kingdom on Monday and it was really fun. Vivi got to ride her first roller coaster. We did the Barnstormer and if you saw my stories on Instagram you saw her her face. I like instantly regretted bringing her on it as soon as we went down but then she said she enjoyed it. I was impressed that at two she could tell me the sensation that she was feeling because when we got off, she goes, mommy, it was tickling my tummy. And I'm like, well, that was exactly what it was doing. And that was a cool experience for sure. But we had a blast. And that is what inspired tonight's episode. So we are going to be talking about rainy days at Disney and how to make the most of them. Because inevitably, if you're coming to the parks at any point in the summer, you're going to experience some rain. And if you're coming in the wintertime and it's a rainy day, it likely will be rainy all day. So I'm going to give you a bunch of tips and tricks to really make that experience the best it can possibly be. Because I don't know if this is a surprise or not, but I actually really enjoy rainy days at the park, especially when they're drizzly days. If it's like torrential downpour, that's a little more stressful. But rainy days that are just drizzly, it kind of makes everybody leave the park. So you have a lot more time to yourself. I will get to that in just a moment. I have just a few quick updates for you. Oh, before we go any further, have to give you an update of something that was not in my notes. So Tiana's beignets that I really wanted to get last week. I think I talked to y'all. Yeah, I did. About those beignets that are over across from Pecos Bill. I believe it's at Golden Oak Outpost is the name of the little kiosk, but it's basically if you drew a line from Pecos Bill and Tiana's Bayou Adventure, it would intersect at the location. So they're only currently available for a limited time, but they do have, they call them Tiana's beignets. Now they were good. I love beignets and I would not say it was a beignet. Hear me out. Tiana's beignets are supposed to be like the best, most iconic beignets there are. This was a great dessert, but it was definitely more deep fried croissant than beignet. You know how beignets, it's like a puffy pillow and half of it is air. And then the other half is powdered sugar at the top. And you can't laugh while you eat it because you get it in your nose and then you like kind of choke a little bit on the dust. I love the Cafe du Monde ones in Louisiana because we've gone a couple times and love them every time we have a layover in New Orleans, I always get excited because there's a little Cafe du Monde in the airport. Always a dream. So I love a good beignet, 
But these were good. It was a good treat. It just didn't feel like a beignet to me. So I'm really hoping that they step it up for when the attraction opens this summer. And since there's such a push of like Tiana's food on all the marketing, I really, really, really hope that they have like a dedicated Tiana's beignet cart or something like that. So hopefully they transition all of that over. But we did get to experience that. Okay, actual updates. Since I'm assuming your kids like trolls because mine do as well, Trolls band together the movie, the third one that came out in theaters not long ago. You know, the one that blew up with NSYNC thinking that they were coming back together and then it kind of all fizzled out. That movie is coming onto Peacock March 15th, which I'm very excited about because I still have yet to see the ending because when we went to the theater, Vivi was not able to sit through it, which I totally get because she's two, but we ended up having to leave the theater, me and Viv, a little earlier. So we didn't get to see the whole movie. So I'm really excited to see how it all ends. Okay, another update, Valentine's Day at the parks. So I have got to get out there next year because I totally forgot that they have special characters out just for the Valentine's Day day. This year I saw a recap and Belle and Beast were out. Mulan and Shang were there. Rapunzel and Flynn. Tiana and Naveen. So like a lot of the couples. Peter and Wendy were there. Snow White and, and checks notes. Florian? Did I no, his name was Florian. I'm pretty sure if that was ever a question on Jeopardy and I was on it, I would absolutely fail that. And I shouldn't not know Disney character names. Please tell me if you knew his name was Florian, because I always just said Snow White and her prince. But yes, he was there. And then last but certainly not least, they had Gaston. And Gaston's love interest was himself in a mirror so literally everybody else had like their significant other and Gaston had a huge mirror that he was looking at himself in I like so so good like that just cracked me up so much when I saw it okay another update Fantastic Four casting for the new Fantastic Four movie was released in a Valentine's Day post and it was like this cartoon Valentine really cool Pedro Pascal is going to be in it Vanessa Kirby Eben Moss Bachrock, sorry if I said that wrong, and Joseph Quinn are all going to be cast in the new Fantastic Four movie, which is exciting. Although, isn't it weird that we've already had like multiple iterations of Fantastic Four in our lifetime, which I guess we have, you know, for Spider-Man and just kind of blows my mind that we're already on, what is this, round three in our lifetime of Fantastic Four cast members. But remember when Chris Evans was the initial Human Torch in that movie, like back in the day? What year was that? Let me look. 2005 was the initial Fantastic Four. Oh my goodness gracious. I did enjoy Rise of the Silver Surfer, but okay, sorry. Now I'm totally getting off track, but that was really cool that they announced that casting in a really cute Valentine's Day thing. I thought that was really fun. Okay, now there is a new Disney Plus series that's coming out called Awaju, I want to say. I literally know nothing about this show. However, I keep seeing this graphic of a lizard and... I cannot be the only one who thinks it looks absolutely identical to Bruni from Frozen 2. It just has a different coloration, like it's orange and blue instead of plain blue like the Fire Spirit Bruni in Frozen 2. If you've seen that graphic, please let me know I'm not the only one because it just really feels like it's the same thing, right? Am I crazy for thinking that? I, d I don't know. Let me know what you think. Okay, those are my updates. I don't have a ton of them today. Let's get into the actual content for today because I want to make sure you guys have this information. So 
As you know, Viv and I went to the park this weekend every single day, which was awesome. And it really made me want to talk about this topic this week because I feel like rainy days in the park, people just shy away from and I feel like it's a really awesome hidden gem kind of moment and really enjoy a special unique kind of experience at Disney. So the crowds definitely tend to be lower on rainy days. I find it very lovely because so we went on Sunday, Viv and I, literally we walked on everything. We, in a few hours, we did Speedway, Teacups, Dumbo, Barnstormer, Carousel, and Pirates. Then we were back at Magic Kingdom the next day when it was beautiful, lovely, no rain in sight. And the lines for those attractions were out of control. We literally did one thing, Dumbo. And even that we waited like 30 minutes for, which to me is a little crazy. But even teacups was a walk on the day before in the rain. And the day that it was sunny, it was like a 40 minute wait, which that's a pretty huge difference because obviously these same crowds of people are in town. So the fact that the lines drop that drastically is pretty impressive. It's really hard as a local to be like, yeah, let's wait in a 45 minute line for an attraction we know is like 10 seconds long and being dramatic 30 seconds, but still. So that was extra lovely. Plus, you know, toddler attention span. It just made it extra feasible to do that many attractions. She was loving it because she didn't have to wait long. She got to be in charge of driving anything she was able to drive. So the speedway she drove, the teacup she tried to turn, and Dumbo, she was all about pulling us up and down on the Dumbo, which was great. And one of the things about rainy days is it's just a more enjoyable day in general. I just feel like everybody who comes has already set aside the fact that this is not going to be the perfect day. Your expectations have got to be lower. And they're really just enjoying the day itself because you don't really know what's to come. And people are just happier, which is so fun. I feel like we put such high expectations on ourselves going on any vacation, but especially Disney, of making sure you hit everything that you possibly can. And just having that freedom that you often have to give yourself on rainy days of like, hey, we might do one thing, we might do 20 things. Who knows? We might get wet and tired and we might want to go back to the hotel. And that's totally okay. So and just giving yourself that freedom to enjoy what you want to enjoy, know when it's time to leave for your family, but really just enjoy those moments. It takes away all of the stress of like, okay, we have to look perfect for this picture. We have to do this perfect everything. It's just like, just enjoy your day. Like that's what you're here for. And it really gives families that time. Like you could just tell how much more connected everybody was just being in this unified moment of like, we're all wet, but we're all incredibly happy because even though we might not be in our most comfortable state, we sure are having fun and we're at Disney together, which was really cool. So I love that. The tips that I have for you that if you happen to be at the park and if it's a rainy day, this is a way to enjoy your experience. So there is definitely a difference between winter rainy days like we had this weekend and summer rainy days because as you know, here in Orlando, the summer is most of the year for us. And when it's summer rain, it's still steamy hot and really humid, particularly after the rain. So you just need to be a little bit cautious in a few different ways. For the adults and really anybody in your party who's not in a stroller, you can definitely just do a rain jacket for those summer times. Ponchos are great too. I'm not a huge poncho fan. I just don't like the feel of the plastic on my arms and stuff. So we usually do rain jackets and that's great for our family. You can even bring umbrellas for the summer rain if it's just a little bit 
But if you're pushing a stroller, I think rain jackets are just a little bit easier in general. My all around like absolute take this away with you after listening to this podcast episode is no matter what stroller you're bringing to Disney or renting, make sure you get a fitted stroller cover. There are lots of people that try to use ponchos as rain covers for strollers. The kids get drenched. It's uncomfortable as you're pushing it. The kids like the poncho is hitting the kids in the face. It's just not a great experience. So if I can encourage you in anything, get a rain cover that's fitted to your particular stroller. If you are renting it, check with the people who are at the rental service to see if that's something that you can add on just to have on hand. You will not regret it because it's really, really helpful. However, in the winter months, you definitely want to make sure that even if you have that stroller cover, that you also have some blankets in there. It can be really cold when it rains here in the winter time, like this weekend, even it was in, I would say the forties and fifties, which if you're from another part of the country, that might not seem super cold. It is a pretty cold rain during that time. And the breeze just kind of, it just makes it really chilly. So make sure for your kiddos, it just helps them out. If you have like a little blanket or something that's cozy in there, once they come into the stroller, that's covered. In the summer months, when it's super hot, sometimes it feels a little weird to put your kids in that rain cover because it is kind of, it feels like a hot box essentially because you're putting them in this plastic cover and it's already like a trillion degrees outside. So I like to put a little clip fan that I would use in normal park days just to have on the stroller. I like to have that on the inside of the stroller as well because there are little flaps on the sides of the rain cover that air comes through. And there's also holes in the front for like, it's not like it's an unsafe thing, but that does help with airflow, um, especially with those summer rains. And now depending on how rainy it actually is, I know sometimes my kids don't even want to have the cover on when it's those super hot days because it's kind of refreshing. I definitely encourage you to have that on hand because you definitely will appreciate having it because it's a really, really helpful thing to have. And you know, your kiddo is comfortable, safe, and happy in that rain cover, no matter what time of year it is. So I encourage it for peace of mind for the parents in general. Another tip is make sure you have a bag that's waterproof. If you know it's going to be rainy, we ended up getting one a few years back. That's very like Y2K-esque slash sports fan approved for like coming to a sporting arena. Um, And it's like that clear plastic backpack. I love using that on rainy days. I don't use it on non-rainy days for the most part. I have other bags that I use, but that is fantastic because it literally will keep everything bone dry in that bag. And it is lovely to have peace of mind that everything that is in that bag is going to stay dry. Even if you are using a stroller and you don't use an umbrella, like I mentioned earlier, I do recommend putting one in the bottom of the stroller or in the side if there's like a way to just store an umbrella for the day. Because at Disney, you're using stroller parking most of the time. And anytime you're going into something You're usually not dropping your kiddos off right there. I mean, maybe one parent's running the stroller depending on how rainy it is, but you usually have stroller parking at least a little bit away. Just to not have to put your kid in and out of a rain jacket, I recommend having that umbrella on hand so that whenever you're parking it and going into an attraction or parking it and going into lunch, that you have an umbrella and you can just put it over them so they stay nice and warm and dry. Um, So that's something that's just nice to have on hand. The ride lines in general, like I said, are a lot lower. However, the inside ride lines are going to be higher than the outside ones for obvious reasons. It's not going to be raining inside. Um, So if it is just a light rain, I recommend walking on those outdoor rides because the lines are super short and you can usually just walk right on it. But please bring a poncho or you can go to any gift shop at Disney and ask for some plastic 
shopping bags that they just, they'll hand them to you and sit on that. Because even if you have a rain jacket, the way that the seats are, a lot of times the water will pool in it. And just speaking from experience, you definitely want to be able to sit on something that's plastic and for your kiddos too. So I encourage you to either bring, if you have some extra ponchos in your bag, just throw one of those down on the seat. Or if you want just a free quick alternative, go to one of the gift shops and just ask for a few of those shopping bags and just set them on the seat before you sit down. So that's always helpful. Plus, if you forget about that, I recommend always packing a full ensemble, whether or not it's like the cutest one or not, but from top to bottom, socks and underwear included for everybody in the family. Just knowing that you have some dry clothes available if something happens like that that you're not expecting is great peace of mind that you can just be like, okay, if I need to change into it, I got it in my waterproof bag, we're set. Now, rain boots. I have quite a few friends that really enjoy bringing rain boots to the park. And we have done that in the past for sure. But I have noticed for Florida, since it's not like super, super cold rain most of the time. In the winter, sometimes it can be. But I found that using water shoes or like those native shoes or Crocs is actually easier for my kiddos because then I just pop them in those. And if they want to go puddle jump, it's just a water shoe. So it's not a big deal. And it takes up way less room than a rain boot does. Um, so we do have rain boots, but my kids, size, I don't know if it's like a rain boot thing. If your kids do this, but my kids size out of rain boots so quickly. And I don't know what it is. It's like they size out of those rain boots before they even get good use out of them. So I just feel like they probably have water shoes at home or they will be for an upcoming season. I recommend just bringing those and then just have them dry out. That's why I love native and croc ones because they're just so, e I mean, they literally dry out in seconds because it's plastic. So you can have your kiddos in that or rain boots. Either way is great. As far as adult shoes go, I personally can't do like a croc or a native shoe all day because we're walking like an insane amount and it's rainy and everything. So I personally just like to use like a retired version of the shoe that I used to wear to the park. Like I'm a sneakers in the park kind of gal. I see people wearing like pumps and really cute shoes and I'm like, those look great. I can do boots sometimes too, but like boots and sneakers, like they have to be comfortable also cute, but comfortable. So I have an old pair of Vans that I just, they've had a lot of wear in them and they've come to the park a lot with me and they're just, they're ready to retire. So those are some great ones that I bring to the park because if I mess those shoes up, it's really not a big deal. You can also bring like a pair of flip-flops or something if you want just a pair of dryer shoes, if those get super sopping wet, which can definitely happen. Magic Kingdom in particular, the drainage is not great. And it's great if your kids want to puddle jump because there are so many areas that have like deep water that just sits there at storms. You'll see the cast members and they're just like squeegeeing the ground to get it into the drains. The drainage isn't great. So you are probably going to walk into some deep water and just expect that that might happen. If you come prepared and wear shoes that are either really quick drying, like I have some sneakers that I'll wear that I know are very like athletic. I think they're like Columbia ones that are like super quick drying for hikes and stuff, which I don't hike, but I do go to Disney. So I will wear those sometimes or I'll wear like an old pair of Vans or something just because I know then I'll have the grip that I need to push the kids around and run through different things if I need to get somewhere quickly indoors. So for me, that just works better, but I've definitely seen people do the whole gamut of like sandals and water shoes and stuff for adults too. But those folks tend to look pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> 
A tip once you're inside the park, I encourage you to eat and order an early lunch because if you're doing quick service, all of those indoor quick service locations are going to fill up real fast. Viv and I got like the last seat this last time at Pinocchio's Village House and we ate at like 11.15, 11.30. So the earlier you get there, the more chances that you'll get a table for your family. Um, it can be a little competitive when you're trying to get those indoor locations. Now, granted, Disney World does have more indoor dining locations than Disneyland. A lot of Disneyland's dining is outside, so that's even harder if it's raining out there. Disney World, it's definitely helpful to go to those indoor dining locations and just go a little bit earlier or a little bit later just so you're not hitting the rush of traffic. So overall, rainy days at Disney truly are enjoyable. It really gives you the opportunity to enjoy the little things and some special moments and disregarding a lot of the rest of the stuff that you would normally be concerned about, which is really fun. It brings your park day back to the basics of just spending time with your family. So I encourage you, if you are in the parks, and are trying to avoid the rainy day, go for just a little bit. Check it out. See what it's like. Enjoy the slower crowds and enjoy just that different kind of experience at the park. They do also have a rainy day cavalcade if it's safe enough for the characters and the entertainers to be out and about, um, which is something special that you can only get on rainy days at Disney. So they have at Magic Kingdom a rainy day cavalcade. It's just a cute parade where they have the dancers in these cute little rain jackets and galoshes, and then the characters are on the Main Street vehicle, so they're covered. And it's a very short parade, but it's sweet that they still have character moments for those rainy days. Also, Magic Kingdom in general is, in my opinion, the best park to be at if it's rainy, because there's a lot of attractions that you can still go on, and there's a lot of coverage. So at Epcot and other some of the other parks, it's kind of hard to find that coverage, and at Magic Kingdom, it's a lot easier to find that, which is great. Another really cute thing that you can do on a rainy day is talk to your PhotoPass photographer. If you're dropping by to get some photos, they can add a really cute Mickey wearing a poncho uh, magic shot. And it's just a superimposed Mickey with a little poncho on on a rainy day. It's just really cute. So it's something that you can add on your photos for a rainy day. Just as a little touch of Disney magic, which I love. So I'm all for bringing back the basics on a park day. And if rainy days work to do it, As long as you follow these tips, you'll be set to enjoy a really nice rainy day, but lovely day at the parks. Just about every item that I mentioned on today's podcast, I have linked out onto my blog, which I just added a page about what to pack with a toddler for a Disney day. And I have a lot of the items that I'm talking about here and plus some more on that new updated blog post that I have. I have it linked in the show notes. You can also go to Tiny Themes blog. It's the first one that'll pop up because it's the most recent. Although there are some affiliate links for sure. It's literally all stuff that I have used tried and true, like we've used countless times because I would never recommend something to you that I don't actually believe in. So every single one of those things that's on that list is absolutely something that has change the game for the positive for us for our Disney experience. I encourage you to check it out. Let me know what you think. Feel free to order some of those things if you're interested. It helps support the podcast and the blog and just everything that I'm doing. So I'd appreciate even if you want to click through and save some of those. They're really great things to have in the future if you're planning a trip. But thank you as always for listening to Tiny Themes Podcast. It's always great to be here with y'all and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope it's not rainy. I hope it's not snowy. But if it is, I hope you feel prepared and can enjoy every single moment of those little inconveniences that can actually turn out to be wonderful experiences. Have a good day, everybody. 
On behalf of myself and two of my favorite little assistants at Tiny Themes Podcast, thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye.